Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go! Welcome to our website. We got loads of news and gossip for you today. But first, here's a new song. Lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. 
Live from the Brooklyn Cafe Studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat at the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your host, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, or a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in free, 888-994-4995 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. Welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe and a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. I gotta tell you. Happy St. Patty's Day to you. Happy St. Patty's Day to you. I, what's, a Puerto, <laughs> what's a Puerto Rican St. Patty guy sound like? After he had a fuzzy leprechaun. A fuzzy leprechaun. Look what I made today. Drink of the day, everyone. A fuzzy leprechaun. Steve Gubb, this is for you. Fuzzy leprechaun. Pretty good? I'm gonna tell you, it uh, puts a. A little step in your step. A little fuzz in your belly button? No, 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 debit card. Excuse me? Oh, okay. <laughs> He's doing the little jig. How do you like that? You can tell that Vinny's on the board. Very Ooh. nice. Welcome to all of you on a beautiful March 17th. Already half the month is gone. Unbelievable, right? We have to slow the earth down. We should have put up fast. Amy's on Butterfly for green today. Well, well do that later. Right now we have Max and we have what's Gio. We've got Max, we've got Gio, and we've got a new addition to our family. We've got this little fisherman sitting on the dock of the bay, all done with reclaimed material from Max Lazega. This is the bottom of our piano pedals that kind of got rusted out, so Max repurposed this, which is incredible, and he made us this sitting on the dock of the bay. Imagine if he actually played a song you could Put it. You could do this. You and could, he would sing. You could actually get one of these bad boys. Why didn't you ask him He's so creative. This is unbelievable, this little fishing guy. So you can check out more information on Max Lazega Artworks, W-O-R-X, studios.org. And find all of his pieces. And, of course, right here to the Brooklyn Cafe Show and to benefit Hugs and Smiles Children's Foundation. Yes, which is right here. Hugs and Smiles Children. A lot of stuff going on. I had a great call with a new... Guests are joining us next week, tomorrow's Rainbow. Uh-huh. I heard that. You heard that call. Pretty cool, right? Very, I didn't know what was going on, but it sounded pretty cool. So they actually have therapeutic horses, mini horses, over in the Parkland sample area to help children and kids and teens overcome grief situations. What is the name of the place? Tomorrow's Rainbow. That's very interesting. They're going to be joining us next week on the set. Are they bringing your horses? No, but I'm hoping that maybe after they come here, we can go over there and get some film. It'd be kind of cool. I want to take Slick. I could probably ride a miniature horse. You know, growing up, I had... could probably ride you. I had these horse stories. We once went on a family vacation, and there was this horse story where I lost the reins of the horse, and the horse kind of just went anyway with me on it, and I kind of freaked out. But that would be the horse story of my house growing up. They all tease me forever and ever about... Things that happened in childhood. My uh, uncle owns horses in Caguas. 
And I went there with Michelle and the kids. And they all rode horses. So they gave me this black stallion. And he wasn't having any to, anything to do with me. So my uncle said to me, it looks like he doesn't like you. Me, of all things. So I went over and I pet the horse. I gave him an apple and stuff. We became friends. I never rode him. Just friends? I never rode the horse. I respected him too much. Powerful animals. Wow, beautiful. Now these are miniature little horses, so we're going to see what that's all about. But a lot of fun stuff happening. A lot of great new opportunities opening up in our kids' world. Are we allowed to talk about that other venue or not yet? Let's wait till we, till we get going on that. But another, another kids' venue is happening. And more to come with our kids' TV network, our radio network. It's all about the kids and empowering them. It goes back to when we first started on how do you empower kids and how do you have them help develop their self-esteem, their confidence, their listening skills, their eye contact, their communication skills. So we're going to be working on that with our crew with some children's opportunities and new commercials that Marissa put together for our kids' TV network. It's a lot of fun stuff. It is, and it's just going to get bigger and bigger as things get better and better. And it is getting better and better. And I got to tell you, we still have to stay mindful, yes. washing hands, staying some distance, you know, don't, let's not get nuts because we think we're over this thing. It's not. That, uh, that other virus piece that joins this thing, what is that called? You know, the virus turned into something else? Mutates? The, mutate, the mutation. Florida has the largest amount of cases in the U.S. right now. So you got to stay under control, and you have to do this right. Stay on the right path. Italy, Europe, they're shutting down for the third wave because they opened up too early. So let's be smart. So here's the positive news on St. Patrick's Day. You talk about green and the luck of the Irish. Apparently, stimulus checks are hitting some people's bank accounts I today. I know some people who personally got some. So I, um, I know some now, people that are getting them. It's hitting their bank accounts. I want to I wanna bring Slick over to camera, too, because Slick has some real interesting details. Did, did you confirm that? What? What you told me. Yeah, I'm confirming All right, so get a mic. Uh, make sure that camera's open. It is. Vinny, let's put uh, camera two up also. There's um, some news that we were talking about that he brought to our attention that he's excited about this share. Sorry. Which is pretty exciting, though. All yeah. I did was turn it on. It's kind of going to it'll reset. Come back. There it, it goes. It'll come back. It'll come back. Uh, it, it is exciting. Well, he discovered if, um, and but I wanted him to make sure that it was real, which apparently you confirmed it's real. So this is the stimulus check. Why don't you tell us what you found out? This, this, is, about, this is about the $1,400 stimulus check. I know a lot of people like were waiting on it to, um, to come into their bank account. Like a lot of outside college, businesses, people that are behind on bills. Like I say generally everybody, but like nobody was like really thinking about homeless people. And homeless people, like how can they really get a stimulus check coming in if they don't have an address? How can, how can they file for anything, or how can they get the money? Well, if you are homeless, you can have access to the $1,400 stimulus check if you go to a tax return office and file for an EIP return. Once again, if you are homeless, you can file for an EIP return, and they will give you your money, your $1,400 on a debit card, and once, what is it? Once the money comes, they'll give you the debit card. Once the money comes in, it'll be transferred over to your debit card. Wow. 
if you're homeless. So and the reason you that do I have even, access for it. The reason that I ask you to do that is because in Pennsylvania, for some reason, that just stays in my head because we did a, a deal we talked about this years ago about the homeless living in cars because times got really, really tough. Yeah. And there are still people living in cars now, but they still have a P.O. box. They still have a mailing address. They still have a means of receiving mail, yeah. even though they're living in a car. And it, it's an important piece of information he's giving you. And whoever, if you're hearing this, you can still get the stimulus check if you're homeless. Maybe it helps you get back on your feet or whatever. Number two reasons that the stimulus check is going to be used, you know what they are? Mm, not Bitcoin. Food. And rent. And rent. I would think food. I feel like we're playing family family feud. Food, rent, and electricity, I would think, right? Yep. Heat in the Northeast that you need it for sure. Northwest where it's so another snowstorm. Air conditioning, clean water. I mean, just the necessities to live. That's right. And, you know, sometimes having the means of getting there, you know you're getting that check or you receive that check, it changes your mind. Maybe it, it triggers you into doing more positive things. Um, we do have jobs. People have come to us offering positions of employment. So oh, my if you, gosh, yes. If, if you're you looking a for a job, mm -hmm. we've been sharing so many job opportunities that are out there from, from teachers to social media to marketing. Ice cream places. Ice cream. Ice cream scoopers. That sounds like so much fun. I think actually Cold Stone has an ice cream for St. Patrick's Day. Do they? I wonder if it's like mint. Do you like mint? I love mint. You like mint chip ice cream, guys? No? I don't know either. I'm I not love, a big mint person. I love the mint, and you put some chocolate chip, and it's all over. Jim, we haven't had any Girl Scout cookies it's yet this like year. It's like eating toothpaste. Like, <laughs> if you're in a finger, that's why I don't like spearmint gum. It's like, like eating toothpaste. Like, like, like toothpaste. Why do you hang out with a guy that eats toothpaste? Who, okay, whoever likes mint, please comment below or call in. Like, let me know what type of people are Would you out date there. a girl do you that you likes, like likes a food mint. you can't stand? I, absolutely, yeah, because opposites attract ladies. So you would date I'm somebody single. who the yeah. food they eat, you don't, you can't even stand being in the same room with? Opposites attract, you know? I can't say I can't stand. I have to embrace her differences of mine. I can't say she's going to be so the same as me. Yeah, of course. Would you date somebody in the day that ate complete opposite of you? Chuck eats complete opposite of me. So what I do is I keep the food in the house that he likes, and then I keep the food that I like. And it's almost like a smorgasbord when it comes to dinner. He takes what he wants to eat. I take what I want to eat, dessert. Mint ice cream for him. I've got my Dove bars for me. Totally opposite. He eats a carrot cake with a fork, like Publix carrot cake. It's like a serving size. He eats the whole thing? No, yeah. he's put, he just leaves his fork in it to go back to return later on. I do the same thing. It's, it's like a three-serving dish for I him. I would never do that, but I can, see, <laughs> I can see that being a guy thing, right? Blake, would you date somebody who eats the complete opposite of you? If they eat seafood, that's, that's a deal breaker. But would you date somebody that ate chicken wings with barbecue sauce yes. on a first date? What if you take yes. a girl or someone out for chicken wings and they just like dig right in with the barbecue What's sauce? What's wrong with that? 
What is wrong with that? There's there's nothing everywhere. wrong with that. I just feel like that's very bold of her to do that. It's like this whole messy. I love it. The messy. No, I like it. Hold on. Do you have standards when you go out on a date? No, I don't. Because it's a first date. I don't know. We have to... Oh, are you we kidding have to me? Feel the water. On the first okay. date, I don't have standards. Right. Oh so. my God, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say, you know something? I admire the way yes. you eat that. Uh, let me let me clean you up a little I'm bit. I'm telling would you. Would you like some dessert? Yes. That's all in. You like would you that? Want some I love blue like just bite or a big cheeseburger, and it just like runs everywhere. Oh my God! Yes. I used to tell you I ate hamburgers, <laughs> and it used to go down my arm. I said, "This is for later." Yeah. <laughs> well, what in Rome? Blake, you like that? Like Blake's smiling, he kind of thinks that's kind of sexy. No, it is sexy. You'd rather a girl sit and pick at her salad? No, no. I want well, her to eat. Are we associating eat. food stereotypes? I don't no, know. Well, no. Mean. It's, like, it's like with men, like you assume we'd get like a like a nice steak, right? Yeah. Am I wrong, Freddie? No. On like a first date. Man, I eat the steak. When I spit out the bone, it has no meat on it whatsoever. Well, back in my day growing up, we would all read Cosmo in college. I don't even know if it's still a magazine. I think it is. Everyone's reading Cosmopolitan. What to do on a first date for girls? Eat before you go out. Why? Eat in little pieces so you don't overindulge when you go on the date. So I think it's totally changed. I got to ask Teddy. You have to overindulge. Like... I mean, it's the first date. I, I mean, if you're picking at a salad. Think of it this way. If you mess this up, it'll be the last date. Yeah, it won't true. be the first Well, date. that's why the girls are always a little bit more concerned about, like, digging right into that delicious hamburger Pasta. or chicken wings. Absolutely. Yeah, dig right in. Are you kidding? First date. First time. First date. I, even a stranger. Yeah, first date is different, yeah, but, like, if you've been together for, like, a year, that, that's, yeah. Or do you totally respect their own girl? Yeah, I respect her because she's like digging right, right into in. what yeah. she likes. No stereotypes. Yeah. Now, I got a question. You ever been to a restaurant, you're eating by yourself, and you see somebody who's alone? Go over and say, excuse me, I'm going to buy your meal. Would you care to sit? No strings attached. Just conversation and food. I will pay for your meal. You ever done that? I haven't done that. Would you do it? But I did pay for somebody's meal, a girl's meal, though. Oh, I go. haven't done that, but like I seen her eating, and then like she was beautiful, and then I was like, "What? what how much is her bill?" They're like, "What is it?" The waitress or the waiter? No, the waiter at the time was like, he was just baffled on why am I asking for her bill? I'm like, I'll just pay it. Did you so do it? Did. Yeah, I did. I paid it. And she came over. Oh, she came over. Yeah. If you're gonna pay the bill, your mom was why? Yeah, because I because I, I was just relaxing because he, he he was what is it? The waiter came over. He's like, "Yeah, that guy paid for your bill." And then she came over, and then she was like, oh, my God, thank you for paying. I'm like, hey, no problem. How you doing? That was my, it? My name is... And then we sat down, and we just talked. There you like, go. Yeah. There you but it, it, I, I did do that. I just didn't walk up to them. Never heard from her again. Oh, yeah, no, she was cool. She, no, I, I think I'm... No, not I think I am, but I, I do still have her number, so we're still... We, Call we're her. still gonna go you never called her? She's in Boston. That's okay. You never know. She's in Boston. So what? Please come and go. Hey, we're in quarantine right now. You we're on, talk the, on the we're phone. on the end of days right now. All right, you know what? You could talk on the phone. Why is it we choose to feed the famine? No, it's because of the pandemic. It changes my whole yeah, it's like idealism of dating. Everybody's yeah. world. It's changing. I'm gonna get a yeah. Anyway, you you did what? Now? I did that on Thanksgiving. We were at a restaurant for Thanksgiving, probably four years ago, three years ago, 
and there was a woman sitting by herself, an older woman, and I broke my heart that she was eating Thanksgiving dinner alone. And I did ask her to join us. She said no, but I was thinking of you when I did it because I know you would totally have done it and pulled up a chair next to her. Well, I would ask. I just wouldn't put up a chair, but I but would But you ask. would have, right? Can Absolutely. I sit down? Can I have dinner with you? Because you were always extending to people. Well, you know, the bottom line is I hate to watch people eat alone in a restaurant. It bothers me. You know what? I don't eat alone in a restaurant. Would you eat alone in a restaurant? No. Would you guys eat alone in a restaurant? You ever go? Teddy would. Teddy would eat alone in a restaurant? She said yes. Really? Oh, that's Vinny saying yes. Vinny would eat alone in a restaurant. I think Vinny eats alone when there's 15 I would eat in my car by myself. What? Yeah, I would take it to go and eat in my car. No, Slick? Like take the food to go and eat in your car? Yeah. I'm a what? very messy eater, so I couldn't bring it in my car. You so a messy eater? Yeah, yeah. In my you car, just spill yeah. A lot of I things. was spill. I was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you guys know. We seen that in action. Yeah. <laughs> Your good friend Asa Hasman is watching. Hey, Asa. Ace, how you doing, Ace? Have you talked to him? I mean, I haven't talked to Ace, but I know he has like a beautiful child. Ace, I, hopefully everything's good with your family. You, yeah, yeah, you told us he has a new baby. Yeah, he has a new baby. Yeah. Ace, wow. Ace has been doing his thing, you know. Hopefully, I can be like Asa one day, find my one and only, settle down, have a few kids. But you know, until that time, just enjoy. Life. Ladies, I am very available. Enjoy life until very available. Until I, my condolences when you get married. That's condolences. <laughs> He's young, I think. He's got two kids. That's funny. The top ten tips for making St. Patrick's Day is making it out alive. Making out alive. Making out alive. I don't know about that. Don't go out the night before. <laughs> Wake up early. This one you guys are going to like. Eat a big, greasy breakfast. Oh, yeah, for sure. Wear green. Make sure your phone is charged. Drink something Irish. Stay hydrated. And have a mid-afternoon snack. <laughs> Where'd you get that? Spoon University. Can you believe there's a Spoon University? Have you guys ever heard of Spoon University? Yes, it's the annex of a knife and fork. We're <laughs> well, we've got something Irish. Apparently, they did a study between Guinness and corned beef and cabbage as the favorite tops for St. Patrick's Day. I what do you think is the number one? I I mean, what is it? Guinness or corned beef and cabbage. For me, it's Guinness. Blake? Slick. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Lake's answer because, I, you know. I ding, ding, ding. You yeah. guys are right. Guinness had it I over corned beef and cabbage. Corned beef and cabbage. Really? I used to tell my mother, make me corned beef and potatoes. Number 10 on how to survive. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, people drink excessively today. Yes. And because it's Wednesday, maybe less people would drink. If it was on a Friday, I don't the whole think country so. goes dark. No, but I don't think so. I think, like, majority of people would drink tonight. According to Spoon University. Being that it is spring break or spring break something, pandemic break or something like that. They're going to break so, something. So, so, so I'm pretty sure there's going to be pockets of people drinking tonight somewhere. I'm sure there pockets are totally. Pockets of people. Yeah, not not saying it's going to be a band of people. There's going to be pockets of places that are open. That you you know I mean I can't say I know the places but like those well, places. Well, you know everybody's Irish today. Yeah, 
That's the way it works out. Everybody's Actually, Irish. we should have told Tracy when she came over today. Her back was hurting. We should have wished her happy Irish Day. I think she's Irish. I don't think so. Tracy McDonough? No, McDonough's her married name. No, she's yeah. not married. Tracy's not married? No. Yes, she is. No. That's her long-term boyfriend. Oh, so maybe it is. Maybe she is Irish. She's totally Irish, and we should have totally. Tracy McDonough, if you're watching, happy, happy St. Patty's, Patty's, Patty's Day. Day. She came over, and we did not even wish our one Irish friend. I think um, Kendra's Irish. Yeah, she's Puerto Rican as well. I think Kendra's Irish, and um, we never even talked about it. I bet. Do you remember a year ago today, when everything was on a shutdown, who we had in studio? No. Crazy Uncle Mike. Yes. Oh, Yes. And he, he was brought, the last show we did. Yep, St. Patrick's Day. So I am sure Crazy Uncle Mike's has some amazing St. Patty's Day thing I going on. I saw some flyers and stuff, corned beef and cabbage and everything else. I used to make corned beef and cabbage. I used to really try and do cook. like the right thing for raising my kids so they would get a little. So I used to really try and do cook. like the right thing for raising my kids so they would get a little sprinkling of everything yeah, exactly when I cook. I used to buy it yeah. to make sure they had it. I know. It was actually Michelle. You don't I, like corned beef? I can't stand. I love corned beef. I can't stand cabbage. So I used to make corned beef and potatoes. That's good. The fingerlings. The what? The best is watching Freddie eat something he doesn't like. Like he's six. And you can see that. What is that? It's green. See? <laughs> it's the truth. I like everything. Lies. As long as it's not green. You don't eat green foods. If it's naturally turned green, I don't want to eat it. Exactly. You eat mold, right? You scrape it off the top and serve it. That's, that's yeah, the thing. don't do that. Top of the morning to you, says, from England. We're definitely going to have to talk to Tony on a 1 o'clock hour about what's going on in England. Do you know Mother's Day for UK was last weekend? Mother's Day was last weekend? UK Mother's Day was over the weekend. Really? Wayne Henry did his first Zoom call over to the UK. We'll have to talk to him about that on Friday. We're going to have to find out what that's all about. Also, I know that Ireland today, their werewolves come out at midnight. Really? Yes. Werewolves? Yeah, you know that the werewolf was invented out of Ireland. Do you know that? Do you know that the she reason... Me. No, it made me think of it. Werewolves were not invented in Ireland. They were in Transylvania with the werewolves. Where's Transylvania? Not Ireland. Where is it? That you're so sure where it is. Transylvania. Thank you. What country is that? Transylvania. Transylvania. There's a country it was in. Czechoslovakia or something? Transylvania. Let's fun fact check that. If you know where Transylvania is, give us a call. 888-994-4995. Studio A. You never saw the movie An American in Transylvania? American in the American Werewolf or something. There was some movie. Find out. Look it up. See where Transylvania is. Yes, in Romania. It's Romania. It's Romania. That's where Nadia Comaneci comes from. Remember <laughs> Nadia Comaneci? <laughs> yes, the amazing gymnast. The Ukraine. The Ukraine, um, under, um, above Bulgaria. Bulgaria and Greece. Bulgaria? Bulgaria and Greece. Right oh, next to Siberia. Greece. We should do Slovakia. a show from Greece. We should absolutely do a show from Greece. Di drives, dive-ins, and dives. Is that what it's called? What's called? Ever been there? No. It's in the, the beautiful thing about my iFit is you can run anywhere. So you can run through Budapest. You can run. Th I've been running through Croatia lately. It's beautiful. I can't do that. 
Because I'll get lost and there's nobody to ask. The beautiful thing way. is my treadmill doesn't not get lost. It has Navi on it. And it just keeps going forward. I run through the mountains of Croatia. I run through the beaches of Croatia. And I don't get lost. There's really something wrong with you. <laughs> I run through my house. You, Sup- it's been surprising facts about St. Patrick's Day. Who was the real St. Patrick? He was a saint that drank a lot in the Vatican and put him in the basement. <laughs> you really like that one. Dates back more than 1,500 years ago, the earliest known celebrations were held in the 17th century on March 17th, marking the anniversary of the death of St. Patrick in the 5th century. Yeah, well, who was he? Much of what is known about St. Patrick's life has been interwoven with the folklore and legend. They generally believe St. Patrick, the patron saint of Ireland, was born in Britain, not Ireland. Near the end of the 4th century, at age 16, he was kidnapped by Irish raiders and sold as a slave to a Celtic priest in Northern Ireland. After toiling for six years as a shepherd, he escaped back to Britain and eventually returned to Ireland as a Christian Christian missionary. missionary. So this guy was a real saint? He was a real saint. Wow, so he served... And he banished snakes from Ireland, they say, prompting all serpents to slither away into the sea. He what? He stopped snakes from being in Ireland. So all the serpents left Ireland. In fact, research suggests snakes never occupied the Emerald Isle in the first place. Stop the snakes? There are no snakes in Ireland, apparently. That's not true. Did you know that leprechauns are based on Celtic fairies? So leprechauns are like fairies? Yes. So when we start our fairy garden, we can put a leprechaun in there. Talking about fairies. I'm waiting for the wands. Talking about fairies, did you hear the greatest and latest in the sports world? What? Mm. With the Boston Red Sox? Sure. I can't believe you are not going to tell me about the king. Um, Your basketball idol. Um, what From is it? LA. My, my basketball idol? LeBron? My basketball idol. LeBron. LeBron is not my basketball idol, guys. Dwayne Wade LeBron. is like literally my best my best basketball player that I ever seen grace the hardwood. Dwayne Wade from the Miami Heat. He's retired. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. What Ron. happened to LeBron? What happened he to him? He bought into the Boston Red Sox. He did? I don't blame him. It's a winning team. He's always, he's dealt with the Red Sox for the last 10 years and nobody realized it. And he's bought he's bought a big big stake uh, stake in it. Yeah. And you're gonna see LeBron along with another gentleman, another black um, gentleman that him and LeBron, the two of them together, I think, do 45 percent of the team. He wants to be like Magic Johnson. Do you know the team that Magic Johnson is affiliated with? And I think he's a majority stockholder of. Of what? What team? Baseball. Yeah. Champions of last year. Yeah. Marlins. Yankees. The Dodgers. <laughs> the Dodgers? Oh, no, but it makes sense on why LeBron's making these lucrative steps since he's been in L.A. or since he's been going to L.A. But like, look at um, these basketball genius businessmen. Yeah. So let me ask you guys a question. If you had money, no object, you can invest in any sports team you wanted to. Where would you invest your money? I'll invest my money right now on the Charlotte Bobcats. I know... It may seem like a lot of people might not like Charlotte. And the fact that it's owned by Jordan, 
some people say he's the greatest basketball player, but like it's not because Michael of like, Jordan owns the Charlotte Bobcats. Yeah, yeah, he owns a stake in the Charlotte Bobcats. And the fact that the Charlotte Bobcats are doing good now because they drafted this one kid called LaMelo Ball. So the Charlotte Bobcats are going to be like a big like it's kind of it's kind of like Bitcoin. Like they, they they were very terrible. What sport do they play? Basketball. Basketball. Okay. Yeah. So Charlotte Bobcats are going to be a good <laughs> good team. You see, Who I, would you invest I in? I can't invest good in basketball, team. but I, I understand. Yeah. Um, he loves basketball. I would buy the New York Mets. Oh, I should have known that one. Vinny's <laughs> laughing. <laughs> You're not going to be laughing come October when we win it all. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm bummed. <laughs> but I would buy the New York Mets. I think that the owner of the mm-hmm. Mets, uh, the new owner, he spent, what, what did he buy it for? $16 billion or $6 billion or whatever that was. And J-Lo and A-Rod were in the bidding to buy the Mets. And this guy outbid them. But can you imagine if A-Rod and J-Lo had bought the Mets and then they're going through this whole breakup thing? It's, it's bad for sports. Yeah. But I would buy the New York Mets because this is a guy that has $16 billion in his pocket. He did not overspend. He did not go crazy. And he's building a good team. This is not the greatest team, but he's built a good team. And there's a lot of excitement, enthusiasm, and yada. But I love baseball. And unlike my Jets, I will never invest in that team because that team is snake bitten. I'm gonna tell you, I am very superstitious. If you buy in that team, you can be the like I'll say the shot caller. You're bringing everybody. There is nothing that's gonna help the Jets. Did you see what the the New England Patriots did again? I can't stand this again. They won again, even without the great, the goat. Yeah, they they free agency started Monday. They signed. Cam Newton again. They signed nine players, yeah. all superstars. You know how they got it done? Because they got the money? One agent represented all the players. Can you imagine being that agent, though? So him, oh, my God. It's a lot they of spent $202 or $209 million yeah. in one day. And what do you think that agent's commission is? Him and Belichick are best friends. So they've been talking about these contracts for close to six months. Wow. So they started writing one deal, two deals, three deals, four deals, five, up to nine NFL superstars. They got linemen, they got three receivers, they got a running back, and they signed Cam Newton to this mess. Vinny, if money was not an object, turn on your mic, what sports team would you invest in? All right, if you could make an investment, what would you invest in? The Yankees. That's a good deal. Ask Teddy. She's coming. <laughs> what was she investing? This She's is coming to tell us. If you money was not an op, an issue, object, yeah. an object, and you can invest in a sports team. What would it be? Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. Buccaneers. That was you easy for her. You in the Buccaneers. Yeah. You were. I thought you were a Giants fan. Tampa hasn't won a Super Bowl, I think, in 20 years. They just won. No, they just won last year. They won last year. Were you a fan before they won last year? Like if the if the Giants won three Super Bowls before. She totally they won. was a fan. Yeah, I'm a, I've been a Giants fan since I was born, but I've been a Tampa fan since 2014 when I yeah. went to school there. If the NFL ended today, everybody remember the Bucks on top. 
Wow. True that. I'm the underdogs, right? Wow. Tom Brady. <laughs> Wow. All right. Really? Yeah. And USF used to play there, too, so I thought the stadium double because we'd go see the – it's the same stadium. So – I thought they – yeah, it's true. You're yeah, right. they play at Ray J. So Do you know, when I was in Tampa, I used to go hang out at different stadiums. And st- they had the uh, the dome, the sundown, yeah. the, sundown, the Bulls. Mm-hmm. You Bulls. went to that school? No, you went to yeah. Tampa. I went to USF. I went to the Bulls, yeah. I love the USF, the Bulls. That's a beautiful school. It is one of the schools in Florida that is, no one really thinks about it, but it's an amazing school. It's huge for medical stuff. We have yeah, it a is. research center on campus. It's yeah. an incredible school, and it's kind of, everyone goes, they stay East Coast, and they never think West, but it's mm-hmm. a great school. It is a great school. And it's funny because when I was a coach at, in, in Tampa, <laughs> I coached football and baseball, and the nice thing is that I had seniors that were graduating, and we had people from the Bulls come in. And they used to talk to the kids because you're allowed to recruit kids to go to their school. And they gave us a tour one day. We took a tour. I went with Coach Mark. And I was shocked, we man. just two years ago got a whole new football training stadium. They have our own indoor gyms, like everything. It's a great school. Wow. It's a beautiful school, too. It's a too. beautiful school. And they had a good football program. They ran there for a little while. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about recruiting. Getting people to come in and, and, you, and, and your coaches go out and recruit. So... I decided to recruit players for our high school team because coach couldn't do it, but I was a volunteer parent, so I used to go to schools and say, hey, come here. Uh, and they used to watch the athletes. How would you like a scholarship to go in our school? And we ended up winning a national uh, city championship. I'm drinking year. your fuzzy leprechaun. Yeah, enjoy. <laughs> New mom would be so proud of me. <laughs> and now Tampa is the king of everything, right? The Rays, um, the hockey lightning. Lightning. And the football. But Ray's, uh, Ray's, Actually, I lied. I'm going to change mine to Lightning because the Lightning are better than the Bucks. No, but Ray's been. Lightning are a good team. Where are they're they? Tampa. They're the Tampa hockey team. They won, oh. what, three Stanley Cups in the last decade or something? Yeah, for sure. But they got some good players, man. So if you got your stimulus check and you didn't need the money to pay your rent or food, yeah. would you donate it? No. You would. Who would you donate I, it to? She adopts bats. At your age, I would have. At my age, I can't. So, like, would you donate your money if you did not need it? Yeah, of course. I'll donate it to a Bitcoin, you know, Litecoin. You invest it. Okay. I'm going to invest it. You're not going to donate it, you knucklehead. You're funny, though. (laughs) Well, tomorrow we got Michael Machia doing another show on Bitcoin. Mike Mach told me, you know, Bitcoin, Litecoin. Machia says. says. That should be the name of his show. It is good. Machia said. I call them bazooka. You wouldn't. You would not invest in a charity. At my age, right now, I, not the way things are today. Maybe two years ago, before the virus. Maybe a year from now, not not today. It, there's too many unforeseeables. You know, I, I could tell you there are issues that I have in different parts of businesses that I'm involved in right now. And the and the wild card is that you don't know how people are going to react. You know, one day they're good, the next day they're bad. One day they talk to you, the next day they don't. I've been ghosted by a lot of people. And then they come back and say, you haven't spoken to me. Really? Is that what you got today? Yeah, I got about eight of them. <laughs> I've been on my phone all day with people that stop talking to me for whatever reason. And, and I'm sitting here thinking, as we spoke to a great foundation this morning, and we were dealing with a lot of amazing foundations. How do you choose which one to invest in? I would choose with a foundation right now to work with them 
to expose that they're back and everything else. I will work a barter deal. That's what I would offer them. I said, listen, you got a foundation. You want to do something? Come on down. Let's talk in this direction because I need them to understand that they're going to be there for the long haul. Yeah. If you're going to be here for 30 days, this isn't going to work for you. Yeah, the mental health Investment. component for kids right now, it is everything that you and I have talked about for so long with all of you guys, always about mental health and children and growing, is now coming to in the big news, right? Now where they're saying, this is what's going on. And we're thinking, you know what? We know this is what's going on. The apps are so important. And they're saying, don't take your kids' phones away now because that is their link to survival in the real world. You see, that's because nobody was listening to us a year and a half ago when we told people, don't shut it down. Stay active. Act like you're going to school or going to work every day. Take a shower. Smell good. We talked about this. What it's doing to kids is just, oh my gosh, it's really, really hard because kids now don't have that hope yet of getting a vaccine or having something that can potentially really protect them. Although what you said today was amazing that mom had the vaccine and her fetus, the baby has immunity, amazing opportunity. Big, big news. And it's funny because, you know, we have kids from FAU, we have people that work with us, we have volunteers and everything else. So we, we've told them, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep the path because even though you're doing the right thing, you will give that message out to the next person and then the next person. So a lot of people have asked us, you know, how do you keep it safe in here? We spread people around. We ask them to to wear masks. We take, sometimes we take temperatures and everything else. The funny thing is that people, they arrive a cold or they don't feel well, have called and said, listen, I'm not going to come in. I have a nose and whatever. And they don't come in. They voluntarily have said, not feeling up today to come there. Uh, I'll see you in a couple of weeks, which is really, really nice. I mean, you got to have to sort of play all of these different cards right now. I was trying to find that article that you were talking about. Vaccinated Florida mom gives birth to the first known baby born with COVID antibodies. It's a little girl. Wow, that is unbelievable. I got to tell you, Palm Beach County, it's right here. Yes, I I knew it was in Palm Beach. Doctors say a pregnant health worker who received the COVID-19 vaccine passed the antibodies to her newborn. It is the first known case and a potentially important development in the fight against coronavirus. That is amazing. A frontline healthcare worker was 36 weeks pregnant when she was given the first dose of Moderna. A baby, bo- a baby girl was born three weeks later. That's really interesting because you, you're not really supposed to even have the antibodies until after the second dose, after two weeks. So that's remarkable. This is one small case in what would be thousands and thousands of babies born to mothers who have been vaccinated over the next several months. It's got to be right here because this doctor that they're quoting is in Boca. Yes, it was on the news. It was about, I don't remember the name of the hospital, but I know it was, uh, it was here in Florida. This pediatrician that they're quoting, he's a VIP pediatrician down here in Boca, so it's got to be right in our, in our community. Yeah. That is amazing. It is. And well, talk about this, putting a smile on your face, right? Well, the right? CDC is down here. Everybody's wanting to get a piece of this information because they think that they're unlocking a key element for the future, Imagine not only that. of this virus, but of viruses in general. That's remarkable. And I guess if you think about it, she was already 36 weeks, so she was out of the first trimester of fetal development. So they must have said, you know what? It's okay to do this. But this was the Moderna when it first came out. This was... Three weeks or maybe ago? before it came out. So it's probably like a month ago if you yeah. got it. Amazing. It's just interesting. It's interesting the way it develops and <clears throat> continues to grow and go. 
Um, but it's good news. Finally, we're getting good news on a lot of different fronts. Yep. And we got to continue the fight, you know. And don't, don't get this twisted. It doesn't mean that come January, let's say we get everybody or the majority of everybody vaccinated, that this thing, that we're out of the woods, you know. Again, cleanliness, washing hands. I kind of like restaurants that have masks on. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. I like cleaning the area where I sit in a restaurant. I like I that. like cleaning until I broke the vacuum cleaner. So I would love to get recommendations on a vacuum cleaner that I cannot break. That vacuum cleaner, if you leave it alone and stop touching it, it's <laughs> perfect. Well, now it's going back to Amazon. Because you broke it. Now I got to buy another one. Let's take a commercial break. When we come back, we're heading to Manchester. Perfect day to be heading over the pond for on St. Patrick's Day. So stay tuned. We've got Tony McKenzie joining us and her guest, who is an Insta-style school. Let's talk about what that is. She's a stylist and brand elevator who helps people create an online presence that matches their business brand. So stay tuned. And we'll be right Welcome to your vacation staycation. And what better way to kick back than to blend up a sweet pina colada, a smooth mojito, or just a nice stiff rum and coke. If you want true relaxation and enjoyment, then you want Gubba Rum. Gubba Rum is a unique rum infusion. Gubba Silver Rum is infused with real shredded coconut. And Gubba Rum Gold is infused with real shredded vanilla bean. Both are made with certified organic ingredients. Each infused Gubba Rum is 35% ABV, 70 proof, and as we say in Boston, wicked smooth. So if you're looking for the best combination of taste, smoothness, quality, and price, your clear choice is Gubba Rum. If you want that wicked smooth taste for yourself or your vacation, staycation, visit GubbaRum.com to find your closest liquor store that carries Gubba Rum Gold and Gubba Rum Silver. Gubba Rum, it's wicked smooth. Dr. Laura Ellick, a licensed psychologist practicing in both Florida and New York with over 20 years of experience, addresses the negative thoughts that are keeping you stuck in your lifestyle patterns. Dr. Ellick works with children, teens, and adults from anxiety and depression to eating disorders, addiction recovery, and medical issues. Making a deep interpersonal connection is a magical part of the therapeutic relationship. Contact Dr. Laura at 516-635-6186 or at lauraellick, E-L-L-I-C-K dot com for a personalized consultation. It's time to remove the blocks that are preventing you from achieving your dreams. Call Dr. Laura Ellick at 516-635-6186 or at L-A-U-R-A-E-L-L-I-C-K dot com. In these changing times, it is more important than ever for women to invest in themselves and develop a network for business growth. Through FemCity Boca del Rey, you will become a member in a group of women whose goal is to help one another with advice, tips, and guidance to connect and engage with one another. For more information and discount pricing, log into bit.ly slash Brooklyn Cafe Fems or Fem City Boca del Rey for more information. Fem City is more than a women's networking group. It's business for your soul. The way you live your life says a lot about you. 
The way you choose to commemorate your lifetime can say even more. It's a single event that speaks volumes. So how do you celebrate a life? Dignity Memorial providers believe that your memorial service should be as unique as you are, reflecting your personality and your passions. It should be a perfectly tailored send-off, a fitting tribute for family and friends to celebrate the person they love. We're professionals at catering to your every need, right down to the catering. In fact, no detail is too small. So when it comes time for a fitting tribute, we'll see that your final wishes are beautifully fulfilled. It's what Dignity Memorial providers are known for. And why you should rely on us to see that your life is well celebrated. Celebration of a lifetime begins here. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Different meeting. And we're back. Top of the afternoon to I you, wanna, everyone. Before we get to Tony, uh, I just wanted to say real quickly, um, you know, we've had Kendra... Erica on the music of the show and she was in studio yesterday and we are doing some work with Kendra hopefully it will flourish into something spectacular but the people we introduced her the comments that came today was you got a winner now you and I met Kendra when she was just starting out remember yep she was actually taking um, uh, singing lessons from somebody I think at the time I mean, this is going back about six years. The funny years. thing about Kendra is, besides her music is amazing, is she took theater classes in the studio when it was Little Palm Family Theater 20 years ago. That's amazing. And now she's the ripe old age of 27, and she's back now in this theater doing some music. And what I'm going to ask people is if you can go to Spotify or Apple or whatever, even YouTube, and ask for, listen to Kendra's song, the Song of Hope, Hope. Song of Hope. Check it out because we're trying to push it out there. We want to get it on the radio and everything else. But that is the theme of my birthday. And it's your birthday, too. Yeah. Hopefully you join me. But that is the theme of my birthday. I play that every morning. I play it here. I play it at home because it, it's the march for me of hope. It's the march of where I want to go. And this song is taking me there. And when I told her mom, her mom is her agent, and we were talking about this yesterday, and the song just motivates me and inspires me. Music song. does that sometimes. You ever notice in baseball or football, there's a song that goes with a team that's winning? Yep. And this happens to be mine. So check it out. Um, 
and uh, let us know what you think. Happy, happy. I keep saying Thanksgiving. Happy St. Patty's Day. Day. It's because I've been drinking my fuzzy leprechaun this whole show. This was my drink creation in honor of St. Patrick's Day. Our crew has had it. It's a little bit of Midori, a little bit of vodka or rum, some juices, and nicely shaken and chilled. Let's head over the seas, over the pond, to our Manchester studio with Tony McKenzie. Author, happiness mentor, psychotherapist, mindset coach, and transatlantic media correspondent for AMP Media Productions. Hey, Tony. Hi. Hi, everyone. How are you That's doing? That's me. I'm doing good, thank you. I like, I like the look and the sound of your drink. All I've got is water, so happy Patrick's Day with my glass of water. Happy Patrick's, you know, you gotta, you gotta walk the walk sometimes. I've thought last minute, what are we gonna do, so. Nothing like adding yeah. a little bit of Midori to anything to make it green. Um, you hear what she yeah, said? Yeah, sounds good to me. You hear what she said? She said she's got water. You say water. I say water. What are you drinking? Water. 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 Even water it's sounds actually good. actually a tea <laughs> in the word, water. There is. Yes, W-A-T-E-R, water. <laughs> in the Bronx is water. In the Bronx yeah. is what are you, what are you, what are you? Yeah, not what, what. What? 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 How are you doing, Tony? I'm doing well, thank you. The weather's getting a bit better and lighter nights, so it's kind of that's um, makes you feel a little bit better, a bit more sunshine. Not every day, but overall. Do you do daylight savings time like we do? No, I didn't realize your clocks had changed. That's why I sent you that message, because I saw that you'd gone on air. I got a notification. I thought I had two hours, and I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> and I was trying God. to check. I thought, is it going to be a longer show? Because you sent me a message saying, can we do 1 p.m. next week? And I thought that meant as opposed to 1.30, which yes, we've been did. doing. It did, so I have an appointment, I'm, yeah. but then I forgot you guys don't do daylight savings time. It's sort of all swirling. Yeah. So what time is we it? We do here? do it, but uh, five o'clock. Five o'clock? Yeah, we do We do daylight saving. Well, so only four. But not so now we're the end four of hours. Yeah, until hours change at the end of the month, and then it'll go back to being five hours again. Oh, okay. So you just don't do it on the same day that yeah. we do it. That's right. I'm yeah, so that's why I didn't realize it. The sun must be different in England. <laughs> yeah, we've got our own sun. Yeah, the English sun. <laughs> the English sun is different than the U.S. sun. It's not as hot as the Florida one. <laughs> How are people doing over there? Um, okay, I think I don't really see anybody. But um, yeah, obviously what's been in the news lately is this thing about blood clots. and The vaccine, have you heard about that in, yeah. in Europe? But, now do you, but now the do you, are saying that they, you know, that they, they, there's no proof whatsoever, and they don't feel that there is a connection, but they've got to check it out. But do you know that we have blood clot issues here with the with the same with the stuff we're using? It's just not as publicized. Yes, politicized. really. Yes, and this is the thing that oh. they don't tell you. We've had those issues here. Oh right. And now, next week you're going to hear, because now they're counting the issues. You know, one of the things with this virus is somebody in Utah died last week, a female. She was mm. healthy. She took the shot. She died four days later. What they discovered was that the virus, she needed a liver transplant, and they missed it. They did not know that she was bad liver because she looked like she was right. trying. 
and the, yeah. and the injection brought out the bad liver and they tried to get it ready for an operation and they didn't have enough time. Oh dear. I'm glad things are getting yeah. a little bit better. You always look fantastic. Oh, thank you. If you'd seen me an hour ago, I would have looked quite different. No makeup. <laughs> and happy Mother's Day. So England has a different, UK has a different Mother's Day than we yeah, do. Yeah, that's so. another thing. Yeah, yours is later on in the year, isn't it? Ours is in May, but that was lovely what you did with your daughter. Yes, it was lovely of her. It was totally a surprise. I had this delivery from the local supermarket, Sainsbury's, with champagne, mum champagne, very apt, M-U-M-M, for Mother's Day, and smoked salmon, bagels, cream cheese, and orange juice. So it was a lovely surprise, and we had brunch together online. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Making the most Mother's Day? Situation. Last weekend. Last week. Yeah, last Sunday. Mm -hmm. And then you guys are big on the St. Paddy Day there because you have the other country next to you. No? Ireland. Well, exactly. Ireland is just, you know, just across the water. So the water. Well, There's definitely. water between mm -hmm. Ireland and England? Well, there is two. Do you know I'm helpless at geography? I think, yeah. <laughs> it's because I know you get the ferry across to, or you can get the ferry across to Dublin. Wow. So, I thought there yeah. was just one giant island. But how are you going to get there? No, there's like, talking about you mean, the two countries. You mean like Great Britain? Yeah, like I thought, I thought the UK and Ireland, isn't Ireland to the north of, the, of, of Britain? It's, yeah, there's Northern Ireland and Southern Ireland. And Southern Ireland are separate. They have a separate government and separate, you know, things are different there. But um, it's a bit confusing, really, Ireland. So there are but, three countries? Yeah. Oh, wow. We just don't know anything about it. Well, four here. countries. Well, there are four countries, of course. Scotland and Wales. Yeah. And we haven't actually had anybody Scottish on yet, have we? We had um, Sean, uh, the, um, what did you call her? The Muse. The Muse. From Wales. And we had Natasha. Mind you, it was her husband who's from Ireland. You know, well, hold on a second. Scottish is not Irish. Scottish, no, no. Scottish. And uh, Scottish is Scottish. Wales. Irish is Irish. What is Wales? What's a Wales? The Prince of Wales. Well, Wales is it's a country. Remember, it's Sean. It's a different language. Are they English? Remember Sean, actually, she spoke. Remember Sean, the muse, the book writer. Oh, yes, mentor. yes, yes. She but she spoke the national anthem in Welsh. Actually, Welsh. yeah, actually, Nikki, who's coming on now, is Welsh. No. Oh. Wow, so, four you can about this, Wales. Is, this is like better than the Bronx, where they got 12 <laughs> countries. <laughs> Very let's, different to the Bronx. <laughs> let's introduce your guest. Yes, absolutely. So my guest is Nikki Kilnan, and she's an Instagram stylist and brand elevator. She was an interior designer, but during the lockdown, she created this new business, which has been very successful, helping people to um, make the, well, not just Instagram, but with Instagram, you know, the grid that you see when you click on your name, all the different squares um, and, and giving them a color theme and um, just making it look good and, and connecting your social media with your business brand or personal brand um, so that the two tie in to make it look more attractive and um, get a, a a better presence on social media but she's the expert so she'll tell you much more about that now fantastic let's bring nikki on 
Hi, Nikki. How Hi, are Nikki. you doing? Hi. Where are you Hi. located? You're in Wales? I am in Wales. Yes, I'm Welsh. She's Welsh. I drink Welchy. <laughs> now, you don't sound British. She sounds Welsh. You sound Welsh. Well, yeah, Welsh is my first language, so I didn't speak English until I was seven. What did you speak? Welsh. Oh, Welsh was your first language. English was her second yeah. language. I'm amazed. I, I don't even know what a Welsh is. I didn't even know that was a country, Welsh. Prince of Wales. Wales. Wow. Yeah. You know the Prince of Wales? Who's the Prince of Wales? Prince of Wales. Who's that? And you know Prince Charles? He's the Prince of Wales. The guy in Buckingham Palace? <laughs> yes. The, that guy. The heir to the Queen's throne. Son. He's the Prince of Wales? Yes. So yes. who's the Prince That's of, uh, who's the well, Prince of queen. England? There's the Queen. Prince Philip. Oh, jeez, Louise. All right, Don't so we, got, we got one family with all these different people. Everybody yes. wears a different hat? Yes, pretty much. I want to be the Prince of the Bronx. Well, you can be. I know. Why not? Wow. Welcome, Nikki, to our crazy. Happy St. Patty's Day to you. To you, too. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Okay, so um, I did what everybody else had to do in when COVID first started and pivoted my business. Um, and I've been trying to help businesses sort of elevate themselves online, get a better social media presence, you know, just to try and push their businesses out there while they're struggling. Um, and it's been crazy busy. It's been really, really, it's been really, really good. Um, yeah, it's taken off so well. Now you do this on Instagram. Is that your your the venue you're using first? Because that one is exploding right now. Yeah, um, Instagram is my main um, my main platform. Um, and you can also um, there's like a, a switch on Instagram that you can click it over to Facebook as well if you want at the same time. So I I do do that for people as well. So um, yeah, but Instagram is my main platform that I do. Um, for so you're it. like a social media guru. <laughs> well, yes. Well, it's really, so, it's really important what you're doing now because a lot of businesses that were sleeping, hibernating, for lack of a better word, now want to get back into the game. And it's like the world's changed, you know? And all of a sudden, they're like, okay, what do I do first? Uh, yeah. Somebody help me. And, and yeah. we've run across this. This is what all the people we are working yeah, with. Yeah, what are some tips to help grow your visibility? Because we've got clients that we're working with and they're just like a deer in the headlights. They don't know where to start, but they need to start. Like they needed to start a year ago. Okay. Yeah, so the first thing I would do is if you haven't got a brand, try and brand yourself. So even if you're just an entrepreneur or um, somebody that doesn't have any branding, I would definitely say try and brand yourself. So. Think of things that would make you stand out, be it colors, be it something that you wear, be it something that you do. Um, even down, to, I know it sounds silly, but even down to like, if you're going to somewhere, a perfume that will, that will make you be remembered. Um, so something that makes you stand out from everybody else, um, that's a good starting point. Try and um, emulate what you want to say. So if you're selling something, you want that to be, um, you want it to make it look like everybody should have it. Everybody needs it, even if it's a service. So like with Tony, um, 
when me and Tony had a chat a while ago, didn't we, Tony? And we were saying, like, we're obviously Tony, Tony's known for her beautiful reds and her blues, and we, we pulled all that together. So now, instantly, whenever I see anything red, I always think of Tony. So it does work. So red is Tony's brand? It's the red and the blues and the, and the white. And the blue. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's actually the colour of my book cover, Dawn. You know, it's got the right. red background and the blue. And inside the page is a light blue. So my grid, every other picture is either red or sky blue or turquoise. Since my conversation with Nikki <laughs> and she advised me to use those colours. How do you do a colour analysis? How would you know to red or blue for Tony? I mean, I know her book is those colours, but... Did you choose those colors before the book or did the book come before the colors? Um, I, I, well, the book came before, the, before me choosing those colors, my brand. Okay. But I guess the, the colors obviously appealed to me. I like, I've always liked red and I liked the, the color of the sky because the theme was flying. Well, but it was only when Nikki kind of pointed it out and talked about colors that I thought, yeah, they're the ones to go for. But colors Sorry, also are funny. messages. You know, there's a power behind the color red. So when you're coming out with a book, there's this influence. You know, presidents also wear ties in certain colors. The right and leaders of, the of countries. Right. Because you are, your eye goes right focus to the colors. And it makes you feel like you're talking to somebody who's going to explain something to you as opposed to worry. That's why now all of a sudden yellow is the new, the new gold because it has this whole different change on this thing. Now, I want to touch on a whole different aspect to what you do. And I'm glad that you brought her, Tony, because when we started with the Atlantic side, over the pond, whatever you want to call it, um, I came up with an idea, a concept, that when this thing settles down, our relationship with Tony is going to explode. Because I want to use Instagram, I want to use Facebook, I want to use this technology that you have going on here that we've been using for over 12 years. And, you know, Facebook ain't got nothing on us. I wanted to use this to bring in people so that they have a library of people that you can relate to. And you can do business not only in the States. I mean, here I am talking to people to wake up out of their hibernation, and I'm looking to go to Europe. I want to be over there. I want them to be here. I want this thing to change because I want to learn from not doing this before, because we've been doing this close to six years, right. to doing it now, to getting this information. So Instagram... We should do an Instagram page for this transatlantic yeah. piece. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a great idea. So after you brand, you pick your colors, how do you choose what content to put in and hashtags? Oh gosh, hashtags are a nightmare. Yeah, so when you, um, once you pick your colors, it depends what kind of business you're in really, whether it's, um, you know, if you're somebody that does um, like relaxation techniques or something like that, you wouldn't want anything that was too busy. You would want to try and fit that person's vibe. So um, for me, I chose sort of greens and natural colors because I wanted it to be a natural connection with people. So um, I've got um, a lady in the Hamptons that lives by the water. So our themes are the sand colors, the water colors, um, the, the whites, you know, all the, the muted beach shades. Then I've got somebody who works in the theater industry um, and he has really dark, dramatic colors, dark greens, um, because he does a lot of, um, of dark theater. So 
I, I think it depends on what business you've got um, for what colors you pick. And then with your hashtags, you can use up to 30. Um, try and always go for the middle ground. Don't go for the ones that have got the highest numbers because you'll never get seen. You always want to go for ones that are sort of like in the middle. So you have three different levels where you've got the high engaging, the low engaging, and you should have a mix of all three really. Um, always industry specific. So for you guys, it'd be like, TV shows, um, or you would put in like Brooklyn, or you would put the Bronx in anything to do with your industry that you're in. Um, then that they would go in the hashtags, and there are there are apps that will generate hashtags for you specifically. And do people use the same hashtags for every post? No, it's advisable to have about five different banks of hashtags so you can alternate them each day so you're not always generating the same set of eyes every day. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, and interesting. then people say, how do we get noticed as a new, as a new business? They say, how do, how do we get visibility over everybody else? Is that through hashtags? Um, there's a there's a different there's a mix really. So you've got obviously you've got your grid squares where people will come across you. Um, there's a thing called Explore now on Instagram, which is like a little search. It looks like a, a magnifying glass to search tool. So people can just flick through and find you that way. You can you can get seen by hashtags. Um, Reels are really good now on Instagram. It's like thirty seconds, um, like a little video. So you can do little video clips, 30 seconds, and they all get chucked in together into like one big pool. So you get put into Explore with them and people pop up that you don't necessarily would be looking for, but once you've had a look, then that kind of thing comes up in your feed. So, um, and stories as well. Stories are huge at the moment because people want that connection, that human connection. So I think the more lives and the more videos um, are definitely doing better at the moment because people want that interaction that where everybody's craving at the moment. My goodness, how many clients can you work with at a time without getting like telephone and computer crazy? Imagine looking at the screen all that time, the anxiety. I go, what am I going to write about? Yeah, I've got um, 10 permanent monthly clients that I manage every single day. Um, I do power hours. Yeah. 10 clients a day? So, yeah. In a 30-day so span? In a 30-day span? So these these clients I do every day. They're, they're on a monthly rolling basis. So I do their social media for them. So they don't have to touch it. They just interact. Um, I do power hours I do master classes. Um, I'm going to be creating a course to teach people how to do it, like what, like what I'm doing. But yeah, so it's like you said, it's a lot of screen time. <laughs> a lot. Of, well, we'd love to know more about your course when you take it because at least here in the States, businesses that stayed open are trying to shift. Businesses that are new are trying to get visibility. Businesses that have been around for a while are trying to gain their audience again because things shut down out of sight, out of mind. And it's how do you get, everyone wants that quick fix. Is there yeah. a quick fix? Um, it, it, does take, it does take time. Unless you've got a post or you've done something that goes viral, um, then unfortunately, like, like anything else, you've got to put a little bit of work into it. And I think sometimes the ones that get a quick fix and sort of go up there first, the sustainability isn't the same. It kind of 
drops back down again where if you've got your slow rises so they're building that genuine connection and that um that genuine interest in people it's almost like having your own little media channel on on your phone so people will engage with you like as though it was their own media channels it's like a reality tv almost you know it's interesting because i was taught by some people when i was growing up that sometimes your profit your profit comes from buying right so if you buy right your profit margin is high because you did it the right way. I don't think that people have come to the realization that people have changed. The buying power has changed. Number one, can you afford things? Can you afford that service? Do I want it? Do I put my want to the side because I got to take care of this instead of that? That the buying right concept has changed. So even though you have the best product in the world, if you don't deliver it, if you don't deliver the product correctly, people don't see it. People aren't going to buy in. You know, I've been on the phone all morning with people that these businesses, they, they do things traditionally, not out of the box. They refuse to change and then they want to blame somebody because it's a failure. And they got to come to my door and says, okay, it didn't work. I'm sorry to say, but you're not listening. You know, buying right is a concept that my father taught me when I was nine years old. He said to me, you're going to have a lemon stand buy the lemons at a right price. So I used to buy lemons were a little bit older because they taste better. And I didn't buy the new lemons and I made money. When I bought the new lemons, I lost money. I was nine years old. And I don't think that people have understood that we are in a change right now. Yeah. We are trying to do something that we've always done, but we got to do it differently. This is what I love. I'm surprised that you have 10 constant, but I'm not. This, this is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Six o'clock in the morning, I'm on my phone. You see, but I do it a little differently because I don't have time to write all these messages. So I put like these little slogans and things. And people are beginning to realize in that my they're numbers you. that they're me and the numbers <laughs> are going up. It's just a strange, like, like Wales, I think we should have the Bronx, the Bronx of Wales. I think it's just fascinating <laughs> that, you know, as different as everyone says countries are, we're all people, we're all still doing the same thing. We're all trying to figure it out. No matter where you are, it's business, it's women in business, it's empowerment, and it's the new normal of what we're doing. It is, and, it's, and we've learned also <clears throat> the balance of what we do. Like, we can plug Tony into any interview, and then when we see the outcome and the numbers are there, then we have to look at how the person is doing the work with her, how it fits in. So this... It isn't as simple as add water and mix anymore. It doesn't gotta, work that way. I got to tell you, Tony's Instagram is amazing, and now I know why. So you help her do it, Nikki? I, I, gave, I don't do it for Tony. No, we had um, we had a power hour, so we went through everything, and I suggested stuff, and Tony that. listened very well. Um, amazing. Yeah, Tony. This and I look at well, yours, she, and I think this is just unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> if you scroll down, it gets better, actually. I was really on it all the time. And then I kind of was using so much time thinking what to write and, and images. I was losing half a day. <laughs> so I kind of cut back a little bit and don't post as often as I did at the moment. And that's the deal <clears throat> what Tony's talking about. You know, in business, it takes time, dedication and effort. I get up at it six does. in the morning. And I'm on the different accounts and I have a multiple of many, many accounts. And then we have 51 shows on the roof and I got to do something for them as well, because you can't leave nobody feel left out. Buying right. No. 
you got to you got to sort of give everybody a little taste. Um, and we have clients that are texting me right now because you're on the air, Nikki's on the air, and Tony's on the air, and they want other things added on to their packages, which is fine. I'd rather have them contribute and give me some input as to what's going on behind their doors. It's amazing. I can't wait to hear when your course opens up. Will you let us know and stay in touch? Definitely. Yes, definitely. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And your, your Facebook, your Facebook page is it Insta, Instagram School? Insta yeah. School. Yeah. What's your page? If, if you follow me on Instagram, it's probably the easiest. So it's style my underscore sm. I style my my underscore here's the crazy thing is apparently they know i'm talking to you because it was the first thing that came up <laughs> so you do greens and the black and whites wow yeah look at that she's good she's that's good beautiful she and that's your brand it is yes i gotta tell you what you do can be done anywhere from anywhere you could do it for clients here as, as well as tony over there i do have american um, clients yeah I think I want to talk, Tony, I think I want to talk to you and her about putting this class together because I like the kids here to take a class on social media and Instagram and everything else. We have a different twist the way we do it here. We like to add a lot of video to it. We like to add, um, mm -hmm. I, I wanted to start something called Backroom Gossip or the, t the Undertakes or whatever it is at the cafe, which is the craziness. If you put a camera in here, you would just spend all day laughing about it. And people are more interested in that stuff than anything else, you know? I mean, Slick has a dress. I mean, just all sorts of things. This um, is so great, Nikki. I love all of these. It doesn't, don't have messy content. Sometimes simplicity is okay. That, that's yeah. my, that is my favorite saying. Simplicity is the key to sophistication. It literally, my son tells me this all the time. Is. Simple is best. Nice, clean, it is. simple. I love See, this. Keep your heels head and standards high, ladies. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us, ladies. It's been a fantastic Happy Wednesday. Happy St. Patty's Day. Happy Mother's Day. You too. Happy Mother's Day, exactly. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Tony, thank you as always, our happiness mentor. People can find your book where? Your Flight to Happiness, um, A Seven-Step Journey to Emotional Freedom on Amazon and other online booksellers. Incredible. See, out of the pandemic, greatness happens. We've met such incredible, incredible people. Well, Tony does a good, a good job every week, and I, I follow you on Instagram. I follow you on Facebook. I read everything you put in there, and I like it because I got to tell you, this just gets better and better. And when we started this, we had no clue of where we wanted to go with this. But now, no. the more people you're bringing forward... When this thing begins to settle down, I know we got some problems in Europe. We heard about Italy and France and everything else. And, you know, we, we just got to keep up the good fight and got to get in there. But, you know, there'll be a day when Tony's going to be in here and we're going to do an airplane skit. Awesome. I already have it in my head. <laughs> Thank you, okay. ladies, so much. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Wales. Incredible, huh? Four countries. Four. Scotland, Wales, England, and Ireland. I must not know where England is. And they're all under the Queen. So the Queen controls all of that? No, that chick is... She's that like chick. An, that chick is like an annuity. Yeah, the chick.
That would be the Queen of England, yes. Well, she ain't a guy. She's a chick. The Queen, yes. Hey, listen, I could have used the broad word. You could have. She's a chick. What is she, not a chick? <laughs> She's the Queen of England. If I meant the Queen, if I meant the Queen, I would say high five to the Queen's side. How you doing, chicky? What's the problem? I can't do that? No, no, you can't do that with your mom. Your mom, you call your mom some chicks. She, I'm she, wrapping this up early unless you want Slick to do this. No, we're done. We're done. All right. Don't call your mom We're going to wrap this up a little bit early because, as we talked about last week, it is screening time. So I'm going to get to my do. screening to do. Yes, we're all good. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. drive time. Check out Tony McKenzie and her guests every Wednesday on our Manchester segment. Have a great St. Patty's Day, everyone. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the last from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring more good cheer next time. You can follow the Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at the Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time. Heart and